Well, good morning, everybody. It is February 28th. It's a Monday, not my usual time to do a shout out, but I woke up, turned on the lights, and they still work. My truck started, my phone is working. Obviously, we haven't been hit by an EMP from the evil Putin empire. And uh, the other asshats that would love to do that to us as a false flag haven't thought of it yet. So it's a great day, right? Any day you wake up and have power is a great day. And I'm really happy for that. Um, you know, speaking of having power and uh, the world basically fucking ending, um, it's another great day because uh, come Wednesday, my new generator will arrive. It's not a whole house generator, but it's a big portion of the house generator. Problem I'm having is getting the, uh, the uh, transfer switch. I bought a Westinghouse uh, generator. Um, actually got it on Amazon for about $300 less than uh, online and Lowe's and Home Depot. So, you know, I think it was, uh, yeah, about $300. So that's enough to buy the transfer switch, but I can't buy the fucking thing because it's on back order. But uh, I'll survive. At least I'll have the power. So I will put a link to that badass generator because, you know, when you think about it, most of the generators in our world, the big ones, you know, hydro dams and stuff like that, a lot of them are made by Westinghouse. Now, that's not to say the one that they sell you on Amazon or Home Depot is the same massively cool quality, but it's a good brand. It's kind of made in America, I think. Fuck, you never know. So, as you know, for for right at a thousand dollars, for a right at ten thousand running watts, that'll run some of the things I really care about. And once I get the transfer switch, then if I'm away and the world fucking decides to end, my fridge and freezer will still run, and I can hook up my heater fan because that's just a blower and then it's a propane heater and i i would think if i got a, a you know figured out a good way to manage the power usage of that generator and i think they have a transfer type switch that does that also i could uh probably run my new uh 18 sear heat pump or air conditioner all by itself I've seen some videos where they're running five tons and stuff, or four tons. My old one, that's the air conditioner, has a gas pack, so that's propane. I can run that as far as the heater goes, but it's only a four ton, so that would definitely run on this new generator. But I think the new one would, too. I, th I, I think it's high efficiency enough, and it has a, a start kit on it or something like that where it takes less power to get its ass in gear i'll try it out for sure so that's good news because every day that the power's on means it's a day closer to me getting my generator before the the world collapses 
this whole thing has kind of been it was a it was a reformulation of my years of planning and and prepping because I'm still of the mindset that hunkering down is a bad idea because it puts you in a position where it might be impossible to retreat depending on the situation you know that ends up happening in America and small towns but I'm in a small enough community and we have a super duper constitutional sheriff and we have a way of protecting the community not from the morons in within but they're all just crackheads and losers so just fucking shoot them it's it's the freeway that's the problem that runs you know past our small town i mean and we're 30 to 40 miles away from any big you know community town city i guess but there's still a freeway runs right past, you know, driving the Golden Horde right to my fucking doorstep. So that could suck. But there's a couple really big bridges that cross very deep, you know, gorges to where if we blew those, we would be more protected from tr people walking and coming from, uh, you know, the, the west, I guess. And then to the east, there's no big towns for way over a hundred and some miles. So the Golden Horde is not really a threat coming from that direction. But there are some bridges we could blow. But yeah, why bother? Because you know they're they're kind of key. So you know I I'm old enough now to where I'm gonna kind of have to hunker down. Doesn't mean I can't bolt in a moment's notice. And if if it's not an EMP, I have, you know, that really disables vehicles. I, I, could, I could get away quick enough to where I could still bug out to one of my, you know, bug out locations that's up here. So, could do that. I've just, you know, I've had to reposition a few things and stuff like that because, you know, it just... Things change. You know, your plan A um, switches and becomes your plan B, which might have to become your plan C. So I'm more of, of the mindset that I'll probably be home and, and protecting, you know, my community locally because of the law enforcement element that is good. A large uh, retired military group of people live in our town. And uh, quite a few border patrol, uh, some retired sheriff's deputies. So we're, we're pretty good. It's, you know, I think the sane people are right around 10, 15% of the population. But the town is only 5,000 people. So, you know, it's not that big of a threat. And uh, when you think about it, 5 to 10% leaves another 90% running around so your aim would have to be a little better if things got shitty but that's not too bad and and then a lot of them are just crackheads and a lot of them are are kind of i don't know redneck hillbilly i don't know but you know good old people you know a lot of people in the community hate them because they're 
their yards are a mess and they got fucking dogs barking all the time and cars on jack stands. I have no problem with that type of people. They're kind of more down to earth. That's, that's kind of how I grew up. You know, we couldn't afford to have cars on jack stands. <laughs> if they weren't running, we fixed them or sold them and got another piece of shit. At least that would run to where we could get around. Um, oh, my buddy Don Lowry is um, texting me. Me and him need to do another podcast uh, someday. He's got, you know, a lot of my friends got mixed emotions on this Ukraine thing and Russia thing. I've always been a fan of Russia, Russian people, anyway. And and then the Russian government's come around a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I did a, a, a text to a, or a message on Facebook to a friend of mine that had posted that, you know, Russia or Putin is the devil. It's like, that's such a cliche, stupid fucking statement. So we went back and forth. And, and if you study Russian history any at all, any at all, you'll find that they were our ally for quite a while. Right up until the Cold War. And, uh, and that was, you know, the military-industrial complex that created that mess. You know, sure, Patton wished he would have went on in and fought the Russians right after World War II. But see, Russia had lost 5 million people. Soldiers, Ameri- or Russians, during that war with Germany. So they paid a high price. So whether, you know, the military leaders didn't like them and felt they were a threat, that doesn't mean you shoot every dog in the fucking neighborhood but yours because you're afraid their dog might bite you. And if if the other people had that opinion, they'd shoot your dog and then there'd be no fucking dogs. You know, was Russia at that time good or bad? Well, they've been taken over by the czars and then Stalin and Lenin and all that shit. So, yeah, they had become communist. But in their history, they were free market just like we are. Well, just like we were, you know, in America. So they slowly bought into the bullshit of socialism and communism and yeehaw for the greater good. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one, you know, live long and fucking prosper bullshit. And so they had gone down that rabbit hole a long time ago. And it took years. And then during the Cold War, I think during the Cold War, we lost uh, under 30 American lives. Probably CIA spooks anyway, so nobody will miss them. So that wasn't much of a war, you know, but we, we pushed them out and, and we didn't treat them good. And when, they were, when, the, when the, the Soviet Union collapsed, um, most of the people were pretty grateful that we didn't come in and kill them because that's usually what, you know, a conquering force will do. So they were pretty grateful for America. But then what did we do as political leaders? Nothing, not a fucking thing. So we didn't send in, you know, maybe like entrepreneurs to help them get their country back on its feet and become uh, free market and, and maybe capitalist again, because they used to be. So they, they should be able to get back. You know, it was only a generation or two. But that didn't happen. So fuck it. 
So people hate Russia and Putin, but the reality is Russia is not the Soviet Union. And Putin is not the KGB. He was a, an attaché. He was more of a diplomat than anything. He was trained by the KGB and, you know, all those groups that I can't say their fucking names because I don't speak Russian. But so was the Bush family. So were a lot of our presidents. A lot of our presidents had gone to West Point and, and created the FBI. So, you know, you, you, you kind of roll with those types of things. So we have been led to believe that Russia is our enemy, just like Orwell's 1984, where you always have to have an enemy. And so, because war is good for the, the fucking economy, for the, the people that like, you know, sending... American soldiers off to die. These old fucks like Soros that don't even have the strength in their hand to pick up a fucking gun and fight for their what they believe. No, they hire a bunch of people. So war is good, and then that in that military-industrial complex needed an enemy, and Russia became the enemy. And who's the uh, the the switch? That flips our enemy, like in 1984, it was the the Ministry of Misinformation or whatever they call it. You know, that flips that switch. We're at war with Eurasia. We're at war with uh, Atlanta or whatever they called it. They had two big enemies. And they would just flip back and forth, depending on the, the whims of the people and the government, scaring the people. So I think NATO is that switch. And... and and the United Nations is their headquarters, I think. Talked about that in my last podcast. And and so I don't know why America is kept around because we're kind of useless these days. Used to be better, but now we're fucked up. And I think they're waiting to sweep us under the rug of history. And, and you know, because Russia is an probably an older society than we are. China definitely is older. And the rest of the world don't really get into stuff. They're just, like, happy to be alive. Like me, today. Look, my car is running. So, I'm, I'm, I've readjusted my prepping mindset. Still a prepper. But just the, the bug-out aspect of it. Because if I have to, like I've always said, be prepared to bug out at a moment's fucking notice. Do not sit there and capitulate on whether you should leave your stuff and then get surrounded by zombies or military or government forces or enemies or fucking crackheads or gangbangers. Just fucking go. Recoup. And then figure out what you're going to do. Because if you bug out fast enough, in a small town and enough of your friends are fucking logical thinking people, they will all fall back during the, the chaos and they will regroup. So when you fall back, you will probably run into a lot of more sane people than crazies that will sit there and go, what are we going to do? And it's like, well, let's let the fires go out and then we'll, we'll recon the place and see what's going on. And so it's only seems like a gang of a hundred. There's, you know, a hundred of us. So we'll just go kill them. We'll snipe them. You know, we don't need to go and engage them. Just start killing them. And then they'll send guys out to check it out and then kill them. And then on and on until they're all dead. And then we'll outnumber them 20 to 1. And then we'll just walk back in and kill the fuckers. 
And you can't play nice. You can't sit there and go, well, yeah, but if we start shooting them, they'll kill our family. It's like, well, it's called war. It sucks. People die in fucking war. So that's, you know, the way it is. But if I can, if I can stay home and those same good people stay and hold their ground, which I haven't seen Americans do in a long time, then we might have, you know, a chance of staying put. So I got a generator and I got my freezer full of meat and that's why I bought the generator and and stuff because I don't want my food going bad. And uh, even if I have to bug out, that shit will be frozen rock solid. So I throw it in an ice chest and I got, or two or three, and then I, as it thaws out, I can cook it and eat it and can it and dry it and whatever I have to do because it's not like just because you're not at home doesn't mean you can't in your bug out vehicle have some canning jars and some pressurized things to where and a dehydrator to where you know if you end up having to cook all that stuff really quick you can preserve it so that's the new modified me you know might have to stay because i'm getting old and i don't feel like hiking that far now if you've looked at my videos i mean most of the time it's hard to see but i'm surrounded by mountains you know, not super high ones like the fucking Rockies, but I mean, there's mountains and hills and there's trees and water and mountain lion and deer. And I saw a couple antelope the other day. Um, so there's food. And, and the bad guys aren't going to be out hunting. They're going to be out robbing things and using up all their limited supply of ammo. And, and the good people that bug out are the sane ones that know how to hunt. And the myth that everybody will go to the mountains is bullshit because everybody's too stupid to go to the mountains. I have family that are preppers that don't even like camping. They wouldn't go to the mountains if they had to. They have that mindset. I've got a lot of ammo. I will shoot every motherfucker that comes on my property. And that's great. Somebody's got to stay home and sweep the streets. So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to, continue on my drive to work I, I just wanted to throw this out there that I'm pretty happy um, you know Putin the evil devil that he is according to all my friends on Facebook hasn't done anything radical and just even though I talked about this in my last podcast don't get spun up into looking at the narrative their way look at it logically Putin had said for years, keep NATO out of my fucking backyard. And, and if you look on a map, NATO is all around Russia, but they're all like one little shitty country away, which is still pretty fucking close. But Ukraine is right there. And that was just a line in the sand that Putin drew and said, no. And NATO, being dick, said, well... Let's see how firm he is on that red line. Well, he's not a limp dick like most of our presidents, like Obama, when he drew a line in the sand and then they, they crossed it and, they, and he tucked hell and ran. So Putin's not a pussy. So he said no. And the, everyone, everyone, everyone in NATO knew that if they crossed that line and pushed for it, he would eventually lash out. And these are the experts that 
are telling us how to look at the situation. These are the same people that would sit there and go, we were shocked that, that Putin did that. Oh, were you? I mean, he practically wrote you a, a personal little note and had, it, had the girl behind you pass it to her and go, here, motherfucker. So they were shocked. We were shocked at the economy collapse. We were shocked that Ukrainians died. Really? Well, then, I pretty much have a pretty low opinion of your fucking ability to think outside the box. So, remember, the narrative is being set day by day by the media, which none of us as preppers, which I'm shocked myself as a patriot and a prepper and, and one that most of my friends are supposedly way smarter than me, are buying into the narrative coming from our enemy, the media, the government, the Biden administration. So they call you up and say, run! You do? No. You sit there and go, that's fucking Facebook. It's a joke. So don't be one of those fucking fair weather patriots or whatever that just blow in the wind of misdirection. Use your fucking head. I mean, I spent most of the day back and forth, or my wife did because she kind of enjoys badgering people, with one of my friends on Facebook. That's like Putin the devil, Putin the devil, Putin the devil, Putin the devil. And then you'd throw something out there and he'd go, yeah, but Putin the devil. Yeah, but Putin the devil. So finally he said, well, look, you know, we got to agree to disagree. I just take communist countries and I don't want to ally with them. And I go, well, then you have to you have to wonder where you're standing because our country has become communist run. The administration, nothing but fucking communists. Their decisions are based on communist beliefs and structure. What they're doing to us as patriots is communist. It's a takeover. So if you don't like communism, kill the motherfuckers in Washington or shut the fuck up. But Putin's actually trying to crawl out of that swamp where we're diving in and going, come on in, the water's fucking fine, motherfucker. Have a beer right there. Yeah, on the ice chest right there. Yeah, right. Yep. Those are mine. Go ahead and grab one. Jump on in. While Putin's trying to swim ashore with his people and get the fucking far away as communism as he can because he realizes how bad it is. Maybe because he was part of that cabal at one time and goes, this is not the way to do it. You know, he's like the founding fathers. And then when the founding fathers started shooting fucking British, English, whoever the fuck they were in their red stupid frilly coats, The king started writing France and everybody on their social media back then, whatever it was, like the grapevine. America's bad. George Washington is a terrorist. He's the devil. And, and, and all the other countries bought into it. Why? Because they were fucking stupid. Don't be fucking stupid. Use your head. You have one. Try it out. So I'm not picking on you listeners, you know. You're, you're all my fans, and I only got a few hundred, so thank you. But we need to start thinking. And once we think our way out of the wet paper bag and stop being lied to and stop buying into the lies, then we can start teaching our friends to not be idiots also. So that's why I'm kind of harsh, but it just amazes me. You know, 
good good movie real quick um what was it uh the punisher the first one um where he gets john travolta so spun up believing the lie that john travolta kills his wife that he loves to death and he kills his best friend because he thinks his best friend cheated on him you know fucked his wife so that's why he kills them both come to find out John Travolta's number one man is, you know, consigliere, is gay. And this wasn't having an affair with his wife at all. And then at the very end, when the Punisher just looks him in the eye and throws the evidence down, and, you know, basically, look, fucker, I got you to kill your wife. Ha, ha, ha. And then, then he fucking dies. The bad guy, John Travolta. So that's what they're doing to us. They're lying and they're getting us so spun out that we would literally kill our country to avoid becoming what our country already is. Communist. Socialist. Sounds nicer. Communist is so Stalin sounding. But you know, socialism is just a stepping stone uh, to communism. So, you know, one begets the other. So, if you don't like cake... Don't eat cheesecake either because they got the same fucking word in them, I guess. Anyway, I'm off track. So, everybody, I'm almost uh, in town here and I got some stuff to do before I get there. Think about it. This will uh, be fairly a short one. I think it's only 20-some minutes. Anyway, um, rethink your, your bug-out plan. I know a lot of you guys really think far and deep, so I'm not talking to you. But, you know, you might need to just... Even though you're squared away in one scenario thought, come up with a plan B for a different type of scenario and plumb up with a plan C for a different kind of scenario because you got the basic core elements. Now it's just, do you need to add a little bit from one to the other to become the master plan A to Z? And then have bug out retreats, locations, fallback plans, people, um, ideas, all that stuff. So there you have it. Talk to you all later. Adios. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.